Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, playoff action underway tonight. Early in the second period, we got the Rangers leading the Penguins 1-0. Adam Fox with a power play goal. About eight minutes left in the first. Capitals up one nothing on the Panthers. Tom Wilson has scored. Later, Preds and Avalanche and the Calgary Flames will host the Dallas Stars. Of course, tomorrow night on 6.30, Chet, it's game two between the Oilers and the Kings. Furnace Family Oilers Hockey, 6 p.m. for the face-off show. I'll be live in Studio 99, and the game will start at 8. Blue Jays in action tonight as well in the fourth inning. They are scoreless, taking on the the New York Yankees CFL draft tonight. So I am live inside the Elks locker room. They got an event going on here with some fans and a couple players as well. Both uh, former U of A Golden Bears who were drafted by the Elks. David Beard and Cole Nelson are here. Uh, David Beard is going to join us a little bit later on and we'll keep you updated on the uh, Elks draft picks as well. You've probably seen the trades they have made. So they now pick fourth. Uh, in the first round as they uh, traded down from that uh, number one spot. So we'll let you know what happens there as we move along tonight. Of course, always happy to hear from you at 780-496-0063. That is the good old hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system. CertainTeed, pro all the way. We, you know, I, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, nice setup I, I have here. Our engineering department at 630 Chet always does such a great job. Sean Alford, the engineer on duty tonight. And we are, we are very catered to, and well, especially me, because they don't, they don't want me touching any equipment. I mean, first of all, uh, it's a very professional atmosphere, and they know I got to come on and host the show. So it's they, they always want it. Okay, Reed, you just you just walk in, you do your little artsy fartsy host stuff. We'll do the actual hard work. You just have to come in, put on the headset and the microphone, and talk and uh, do your weird little show. And so you know, we we got the table, we got the little mixing board, we got all the cables. So I just have to plug in and all that kind of stuff. And I'm really uh, happy tonight, though. I, I don't know if it's I. Th- I'm. Uh, this is the largest. Uh, what do they call these things? Are they jars? Are they containers? You know, the the s- cylindrical things, Kellen. Uh, I, it's it's a, a thing of Lysol disinfecting wipes. Okay. And it, it could probably last a family of four about five years. Like, th- this is the... I, I realize we're in COVID, and I've generally... Ah, bulk pack. I'm a, gotcha. I'm a, even pre-COVID, I am a... I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe, but I'm fairly cautious. Uh, and part, and part of that is because of my allergies, but I'm very cautious with what I touch and how clean or dirty my hands might might be and, and keeping surfaces clean. I've been a pretty um, regular user of hand sanitizer even before it came bigger. But this 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 container of, of Lysol wipes, like I'm wondering what it was shipped to Canada in. It probably was on a whole container ship just by itself you know like so one of those cargo ships bringing it in what's on that cargo ship it's just this thing of lysol and we're going to give it to this wilkins guy when he's on location it is like it it could probably co-host the show 
Uh, so I'm certainly not in danger of catching any germs or anything. Fun with Lysol wipes in the Elks locker room here as well. Like this, it's actually, it's so large, it's distracting, Kellen. I'm not usually distracted on location. I'm used to it <laughs> after a while. But this, I, I, I'm wondering if the fumes coming off of this are going to cause me any sort of difficulties. And let me guess, giant move throughout uh, tonight yellow or, or later on well, in life. Or? What's that? A giant yellow label on it as well, or it's the blue one. I, I believe it's the spring waterfall. Ah, okay. It's the it's the spring waterfall version of the Lysol wipes. So well, it is uh, I'm just going to put that over there. It's again, it's it's quite large. All right, perhaps the well, perhaps Sean, our engineer, thinks Reed is just so filthy. I better bring the the largest Lysol wipe container that I can find. It is it is a shockingly large. Lysol. You may need help lifting that, Sean. I don't want you to put your back out. <laughs> okay. Hey, anyway. Reed. Yes. Did you want a quick uh, scoreboard update from the Rangers-Pittsburgh game? Well, I don't feel like you're giving me much of a choice. I see it's now 2 nothing for the Rangers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the Rangers just scored to make it 2 nothing. Yes, Andrew Kopp just scored. I do have the internet. Uh, don't worry. I, oh, okay. I am well equipped here. The internet is functional here in the Elks, in the Elks locker room. I'm all good. I don't have a game on TV, though, because they have the uh, CFL draft on the television. Anyway, so we'll, you have a lot of things to touch on tonight. We're going to have a good time. Uh, like I said, uh, Kelly Rudy's coming up between 6.30 and 7. We'll talk with, uh, I talked to him earlier at the rink today, Daryl Evans, possibly the fittest NHL broadcaster. This guy looks like he could still play. He runs and works out every day. If you follow him on social media, you see that he's always posting where he's running or jumping rope or whatever. We had a good sit-down about his commitment to fitness and, of course, about game one uh, between the Oilers and the Kings. Uh, we were talked in the uh, in the lower bowl today at Rogers Place while the Oilers were going through a practice. I, I think either Dave Campbell or Morley Scott is going to drop by. They are in. I don't know if they're in the Elks war room, but it's pretty close by. When did we start calling the draft rooms the war room? Isn't that a little overstating it? Can we not just call it the draft room or the draft headquarters? I don't know. It's it's not really a war room, but it is the, uh, I'm going to call it the draft. I'm going to make a unilateral decision on that, and I'm just going to start calling them draft rooms or draft headquarters, and I'm going to stop using the, the war room moniker. Anyway. The Oilers are down one nothing, and uh, yes, a gaffe late in the game led to the Kings game winner. And here come the Kings. Iafalo will snap it around the boards. Smith read the play, anticipated, turned it over. Iafalo watching save Smith. I can't believe the save he just made. He better make and that save. And then Dino chopped it over. A drive score, and LA has regained the lead four to three. I just trying to make something happen. Obviously, trying to do too much there. And in, uh, in a tight game like that, you can't can't afford to make mistakes like that, and, and it ended up costing us the game. And um, obviously disappointed, but. It's one game, and we move on and worry about game two. He's a leader on our team. He's vocal in the locker room. Uh, everyone makes mistakes during the course of a game. You know, even after that, he made a, a heck of a save to get back in the net, and and we could help them out. So it's it wasn't a you know it wasn't a one-off that went into the back of the net. There's a series of things uh, that could have been done to prevent it, and you know he's he's been phenomenal for us and huge part of our team, huge leader in the locker room, and just a great teammate. I think it was, uh, you know, one puck handling error. He made a big save off of that error. Um, I think as a team, we can do things to help him uh, in that situation. The first one being communicate. Um, 
I think when you communicate well, it, it leads to speed for your team. Um, so I think we can do a better job there. And um, yeah, I think it's a real skill of his. And um, that that one play you're referencing is is one that he'd like to have back. But uh, it's a real asset of his. All right. So look, Mike Smith made a boo boo. I, I don't think his teammates are going to freak out about it. I, I do understand, and it's it's an interesting time, obviously. Um, the Oilers are in the playoffs. The Oilers played incredibly well after Jay Woodcroft took over as head coach. They had the third best points percentage in the league after February 10th, behind only Florida and Calgary. I, I've looked at some Stanley Cup predictions that people have made over the last couple of days. Florida and Calgary are fairly popular pick. I haven't seen anybody picking the Edmonton Oilers. Maybe that's because they're in the same division as as uh, as Calgary. So, you know, they're a good team. But we know some of the things that went wrong earlier in the season. And we know one of the things that went wrong earlier in the season uh, was Mike Smith struggled. Now, Mike Smith's struggles were not with handling the puck. It was more with stopping the puck. Uh, but any little boo-boo in a playoff situation for a team that struggles to excel in the playoffs i mean we spent a long time with for the oilers just struggling to make the playoffs now they've been in three years in a row and they have won uh, one of the nine games they've played in that run including losing seven in a row and those seven losses in a row i brought this up on overtime open line last night three of them were in overtime the other four the game winning goal was allowed in the final 12 minutes of the third period so they're losing close games so they either haven't had the depth or the punch to finish off those games, or in some cases, they've made a mistake that has allowed the other team to score. So we're kind of, to me, in a bit of a, it's always a big game. The next game's always big. But if you fall behind 0-2, that's hard enough as a one-off, and I think it's going to crank up the pressure on the team and the anxiety for the fan base even more if it happens again tomorrow and for the second straight year in a series in which you're at least slightly favored and the, the Oilers might even be a bigger favorite this year against the Kings than they were against the Jets last year uh, it's going to create some anxiety and it's going to create more question marks around Mike Smith who quite frankly as we know was spectacular down the stretch we also know that he has lost his last 10 playoff games his last win was April 11th, 2019, when he was playing for the Calgary Flames. Uh, I, I, I believe the Oilers when I say they're not panicking. I certainly believe them when they say they're behind Smith. I certainly believe them when they say they need Mike Smith out there handling the puck because that is a strength of the team, that Mike Smith can get out there and move the puck up the ice himself. He made an error in judgment last night in terms of reading the play, got a little too aggressive with it. Um, and then when you make a mistake like that, you don't have a lot of time to bounce back when it happens in the last six minutes. So that's the storyline there. Jay Woodcroft would not name the starting goaltender today. Quite frankly, I can't picture a situation. Why would you go to Miko Koskinen? Who, again, had a pretty good season himself and battled pretty hard in those final two games in which he played. I think you have to put Smith in. Did a pretty good job stopping the puck. Made a mistake. Oilers couldn't recover from it and uh, back at it against the Kings tomorrow. We'll talk about that mistake with Kelly Rudy as we move along on the show tonight. we got to call a quick timeout. I am live in the Elks locker room. David Beard is coming up. It's- with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Okay, as expected, Tyrell Richards, linebacker out of Syracuse, is the first pick in the CFL draft. He goes to Montreal. That was a pick the Elks owned until earlier today. So the Elks pick uh, fourth coming up probably in the next 15 to 20 minutes. I think Ottawa is just picking right now. So we'll keep you updated there as we move along. I am live in the Elks locker room tonight. We got an event for uh, some of the fans, and a couple players are here, including offensive lineman David Beard. David, great to see you. Are you going to sit here, Reed? Yeah, thanks for stopping by. What What are your memories of your uh, draft night? Did you Was there some sort of a gathering for you to attend, or what? what no, happened? sir. No, I uh, I remember speaking a few weeks ago, but I was uh, I was in my condo. I was just hanging out with my family, and I remember getting a call from at the time the one of the staffers was uh, Rob, and uh, yeah, he called me, and I just kind of stepped out of the room, took the call, and then missed the missed the announcement. So it's pretty uh, pretty noteworthy in my eyes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not another. I think you were on Inside Sports that night. I can't remember. You were the sec- you were a second round pick. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Danny Grew went the first. He was definitely on because I think he was having a. That's right. Yeah, he had party. a get together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're a more modest man. Just uh, well, some some might say. <laughs> what are we? You got a camp next weekend. You got training camp already. How Tell are you, you feeling, what, man? It's coming up fast. I'm really excited to get back to the field. Um, uh, even just getting back to the field a couple days here this week is it's been stellar. Yeah. I mean, transitioning out of the off season is always an exciting time. You get to kind of put put away some of the projects and things you're kind of working on off season and and uh, yeah, kind of get back to the field full time. And so it feels really good to be back. Now, are you? Because the one thing I get asked by a lot of people is, well, okay, Jones is here, and I've seen these other, but like, who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? And I was like, well, like they got this guy on the roster as an offensive lineman. Yeah. Do you sit there and think, man, like I, I got to find out. Like we got to know soon who the quarterback is, or how do you approach that uncertainty? You know what? Like just as a person, I'd say, yeah, I definitely want to know out of curiosity. But truthfully, like we've talked about it before, there's there's some stuff that you got to iron out between like center quarterback exchange, but you can get that dialed in pretty quick. So whoever's going to be playing quarterback, we'll get it sorted out in in no time. But um, out of curiosity, of course, I'd, I'd love to find out. I'd love to see how it all shakes out. But time will tell. We're going to find out in camp, and we'll find a great leader who's going to kind of take us to the cup. So. Uh, we got some fans here, obviously. How do you like mingling with with the fans? What sort of things do they usually want to know when they meet you in person? Oh, everything under the sun. What, you, what does off season look like? And um, all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're, we've been gawking over this food. The food has been great tonight, so we, well, we're okay. pretty excited See, about the, that. The, That's don't priority. do the stereotype of the offensive lineman. That you just go. You know, I tried to avoid that. <laughs> you go straight to it, and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do?" Well, it's in my nature. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Because like Blake Durbin gets mad at me if I just talk about the offensive lineman being the you know the hogs that just yeah, go the eat at the trough. Yeah. And then David Beard comes on. And is like, "No, I'm just unashamedly, eating. unashamedly." <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, it's been good to connect with the fans a little here. And they've been telling stories about um, some of their 10 years in terms of season ticket holders. And we got a 49 season ticket, 49 year season ticket holder here. That's pretty cool. And hearing oh, awesome. stories like that, and they're they're telling me stories about players that I don't even recognize the names of. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's great. It's, well, it's I'll good ask you a serious question. I don't think I asked this before. Like the, the last season, the record was poor. Yeah. The attendance was quite poor at the last two games. Was oh, that yeah. painful as a player to see that? It was. Yeah. That was one of the questions that was asked tonight. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it was it was really eye opening. I mean. A game that sticks out in my mind that was um, incredibly exciting and something that I will never forget is that West Final in 2015. Absolutely electric. Un- unbelievable atmosphere. And then, so having that to reference to, and then the last couple games last year was silent, 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 silent. So um, it gives you an appreciation for when you uh, serve the fans well with a good, entertaining game and they want to come back and kind of want to be in your corner. Um, that's yeah it's eye-opening to experience that and it was it was far from fun to do it that way um jobs our job we we put our bodies in the line and we we go after the win but man it's it's not fun being in those atmospheres that's for sure yeah well a lot of enthusiasm for this season coming up i think with jones being back victor quee's a highly energetic guy at the top of the organization so yeah yeah, and hopefully a lot of things turn around this year just a couple more quick ones for you i know you're a big sports fan uh (laughs) did you watch the oilers yeah. Last night, and I, I know you saw Smith's error, and I always feel pro athletes have unique perspectives when they see another pro athlete make an error and totally. have to recover from it. Yeah, you know, I, I watched the third period last night, um, which may not have been the, the most exciting part of the game. <laughs> well, maybe it was exciting, just not the best part. Um, but, uh, no, like as a, as a pro athlete, like I've been there, been around the block there in terms of making making errors and, and – uh, Knowing, knowing what it's like experiencing those in real time and then looking back on the errors and being like, man, how did I let that happen? So I, I, I feel for Mike Smith in that, in that regard for sure. Um, I'm sure he probably uh, wishes he had some of those plays back too, uh, in particular sending that up the, up the guts there. But you know what it is, it is. Um, I'm not here to criticize, criticize the way they play the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, got another six games left, it sounds like. so. All right, and before you go, like this is this the biggest container of Lysol? Like this is, can you lift this? You're a big guy. Like potentially, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, David Beard can barely lift okay. a giant Lysol wipe container, so this it is, is manageable solid. by a human being. Yes, yeah, it is. It's uh, just manageable. <laughs> that is David Beard from the Elks. Kelly Rudy coming up. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.